Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Street Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Luke, and I'm excited to be here with you today. Oh man, um, you know, I say excited, but I'm not really sure if I'm excited. Um, this uh, topic is not easy uh, for one to talk about. It's uh, what we're going to go over today is the refiner's fire. And uh, I say it's not easy because I feel like I'm in the middle of it right now. I feel like it's burning and I'm trying to, to work through it and get through it. But uh, I'm hoping that the feelings that I'm going through right now and the thoughts and everything that's going through in this refinement right now may help me with this podcast and may help someone that needs to hear these words or to better understand something coming from this podcast in the future. So here we go. So the refiner's fire, right? And why did I pick that as part of the Heavenly Hospital series? Well, for one, um, the refiner's fire is God's tool to shape us into what he wants us to be, right? So this is a a tool God uses um, to, you know, the... What I wrote down here is the purpose, like I kind of go through the who, what, where, when, why. Uh, what I wrote down for the, the purpose of this, right, is the simple answer is to be pure, right? But the, the real answer for like why we're going through what we go through in God's refinement is that God, God uses this as a way to, to change us um, in a way when we need it to happen in a way that maybe our prayer and worship life, maybe we're not there yet. Maybe it's something so deep, so impure, with us. Maybe he needs us to do something that is so righteous and we're so far from that that he has to use these ways um, to improve us, to make us more like him in a situation to where we can be what he needs uh, what he needs us to be in said situation, right? So, um, you know, I would sit here and uh, lie to you and say that I did all this crazy research about how many times the... Um, the term refinement is in the Bible, and I sat here all day going through Scripture. The truth is I Googled it. That's what we all do. We Google, right? And I Googled, uh, and it turns out the term uh, refinement is in, like, the refiner's fire. It is in a 100 verses in the Bible. This is something that's so important that God decided to reiterate it to us a 100 times in, his, in God's Word of exactly what it is. And I think the reason why is because the process can be so tough and so hard to go through that we have to constantly be reminded that these are things that are necessary processes to help us, you know, in this thing we call life, in our relationship with the Father. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and read all 100 verses to you, even though it is tempting. Uh, I'm, I only picked out a few to read through just so you can see some examples of what I'm talking about. So Isaiah 48.10 says, Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. Malachi 3.3 says, he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, and they will bring offerings in righteousness to the Lord. Proverbs 17.3 says, The crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. Right, so that's just a, a, you know three examples of the 100 plus verses and where it talks about God and purifying us in a, situation of refinement through fire, right? So let's talk about um, some of these situations that you can, right? Because, you know, basics of refinement for people is, you know, you take, you take ore and you melt it down to get impurities out, right? The idea is that the fire purifies the precious metals, right? Real layman's terms, we'll get into it more in a few minutes. 
Um, but some of these situations, right? Some of these situations, you know, it's a hard situation that we have to go through and God has to teach us lessons and shape us and refine us through said situations. Well, how do some of these situations come across? And I, I mean, we could think of an infinite um, list of situations, actual situations to be in. Let's just break it down to the whys, right? And, uh, you know, sometimes we get put in these situations because of our own sin, something that we've done and we've sinned and have put ourselves in a spot. Um, and God's going to make us sit there and learn from it. He's going to shape us and mold us and refine us in that situation to help us come out better on the other end. Sometimes these situations are, are brought on to us due to someone else's sin. And this can be, um, kind of a couple different ways, you know, it is an extreme, but obvious answer would be, you know, uh, if, if a man rapes a woman, right, his sin of, of raping her, you know, no fault of her own, no sin of her own. She may have, she may go through a process of refinement that God can use that in a situation. I don't know how I'm not God, just an example that God can use that to, to shape her and mold her for something in the future. Right. That's one way that someone else's sin can put us in a refining moment. Another way would be generational sin, you know, a, quick example that would be you know alcohol runs in a family um alcoholism runs in a family and uh alcoholic dad passes it on to his kid and now this person is going through trials in their life um dealing with alcoholism and god uses that in a way to shape them or refine them into um what he ultimately may want them to be right um and the third thing, something that we often don't think about because in a world where we like to all place blame on everybody, me included, um, we live in a broken world. Since the fall of man, since we got kicked out of the Garden of Eden, our world is broken. And sometimes these situations are just the product, the byproduct of living in a broken world. And God uses these things to help shape us and mold us into what he wants us to be. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the actual refinement process in regard to precious metals, right? So I got essentially five steps to refinement, right? The first one is to, to break the ore into chunks. So look at yourself like you're the gold. And what we're doing is we're, you know, breaking the gold off from wherever it's at, mine, in the ground, whatever. And we're breaking it into chunks so we can put it in a fire. Okay, there's kind of a couple different things there. One, to think about the fact that we are separating the gold from the rest, right? It's a good way to look at refinement when something that you're going through. God is using this, right? And before I get too far into these steps, I forgot to talk about one of the most precious verses in the Bible, right? Something that we should keep track on this whole time we go through this process. And I apologize for not bringing it up earlier. Romans eight twenty eight. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for his good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So no matter what we go through, no matter what those sins, whether it's our sins, somebody else's sin, living in a broken world, God can use that to benefit us and benefit the world as a whole, right, according to his purpose. So it's something to keep track of. Now back to step one, breaking this door off, right? So, that you know, Good, good thing to look at. We are separating ourselves from the world. So sometimes these, um, sometimes these refinement situations, we have to be isolated. We have to be separated 
and what we're going through. I think it helps in the process to teach us. Sometimes it maybe helps show us. Sometimes it, it just helps isolate us from other situations. So that is, that is part of it, right? So we break it up and we break it into chunks. And one of the things that you do when you break into chunks is that actual pieces of gold start to be seen. You can see the goodness of God in what's going on. You know, it's rough. It's ugly. We don't, we don't really know what we're looking at yet, but it's there. You just got to look for it, right? The next step is to actually melt down the ore, right? And what we're doing is you're getting a really hot fire. You're getting it hot, and the, um, the ore starts to melt down. What happens in the refining process is it starts to melt down. The, the lesser metals, the less precious metals start to burn off first, right? And it gets to step three, which is something called removing the dross. Dross is where all the impurities and stuff float to the surface and kind of skim or kind of sit on the top. And what the refiner will do is he will, you know, remove that dross. He will skim it off and remove it, right? And what we've essentially done there is purification. But the higher the temperature, the more impurities go away. So it's a repeating process. Higher temp, remove the dross. Higher temp, remove the dross. And the higher temperatures you go, the more refined the precious metal is, which is something to think about as you're going through these issues in life, that the harder it gets, just know the better the outcome, the more purified you're going to be at the end of this situation. So let's talk about like how we get through it, right? Some of the things to think about getting through these situations, because they can seem hopeless. I mean, here's one thing to think about. Sometimes we don't see all the things that I'm talking about here, the goodness that comes out of a situation until later. But if, if you're in touch the Holy Spirit, and you're in prayer and you're asking and wanting and things we're going to go over here. You may be able to see the goodness of what's going on in situation. And when that happens, there's a weight that comes off your shoulders that, that makes anything more tolerable because you know what you're going through is ultimately for a better thing. You're going through what you're going through so God can make you what he wants you to be. Right. So the first thing to recognize is that the fire is controlled by the refiner. So as much as you may feel like you're getting burned up and everything's out of control, God has you exactly where he wants you to be. God knows exactly what he wants out of this situation. It's not too hot. It's not going to burn you up. It's not too cold. It's not going to not get the impurities out. It is exactly where it needs to be for the situation. So things that can help you get through it is if you can recognize this, submit to the process. Let yourself go in God's hands and say, Lord, fix me. Help me. Do what you need to do. The more you submit to the process, I promise you, the quicker the process is going to be. Because the hard-headed ones like me, the dum-dums that don't get it, sometimes we got to burn a while before we realize what we're going through. And it's no fun. So submit to that process. With the idea of submission, you got to trust God. you got to trust Him that what He's doing, what His Word his word is, is correct. His word is right. His word tells us clearly that this is a process that we will go through. Without a doubt, knowing that, that this is part of what we need to do to, to grow. Like he, he told us a hundred times, a hundred times, right? And then we know from Romans eight twenty eight that all this will work for his good. So no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, know that there is good that's going to come out of it when you get to the other side. 
the only other thing I will say when it comes to help getting through it is prayer. You know, I know I said earlier where sometimes prayer and worship won't cut it, so God decides to put us in a refinement process. Well, this is part of where, when I say I say prayer, prayer always cuts it. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes how we pray or what we pray. Prayer for me, you can kind of look at it like a martial art, right? And uh, there are, you know, white belt, six-year-old prayers where, Jesus, thank you for mommy and daddy, and thank you for that delicious grilled cheese I had for lunch. And then you get down to the black belt, um, hands up, worship, praying out to God, everything's good, but it still grows. Anybody that's a martial artist will tell you that a, that a, a martial artist doesn't stop growing when they get a black belt. Most of them say it's their first step to a whole other journey in growth, right? So the being able to dig deeper into these situations and pray harder, pray more fervently, you know, um, what came to my mind when I was taking down these notes earlier is, you know, um, Jesus, the night he was turned over to be crucified, he was praying in the garden, and he was praying, and it talked about how he was praying, and he was praying so hard. It said he was praying so hard that he started to sweat blood. That's the example of what I think of when I think about fervent prayer. Like you are just putting everything into it, your heart, your soul, your mind, everything. You're just letting it out. God, like that's the type of prayer that these situations of refinement bring you to. And if you've never gotten there before, I don't want to wish refinement on anybody, but I hope you find that. I hope you find that because there's a peace in that. There's a trust in that in the Lord that is beyond all understanding. Um, I want to bring up one more piece of scripture here. And this comes from first Peter four, first Peter chapter four, verses 12 and 13. It says, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Uh, at, to me, I wanted to add that towards the end here just to show you that there, there is some rejoicement in the idea that we are, we are going through these things, not just for ourselves and growth, but for Christ. Right? Oftentimes these situations turn into testimony. You know, um, testimony that we use to help others to to lead others to Christ, to show God's love and mercy and grace in this crazy world we live in. And for that, for that, I'm thankful for the refinement. For that, I praise a hallelujah to refinement, and I look forward to what I'm going through and continue to work through in the, in the future refinement ahead. Lord, I ask you to turn up that fire. You know, he... I don't like it when people say that God will never put you through anything that you can't make it through because that's not our decision to make. I'm not you. I'm certainly not God. And I have no idea how a situation is going to turn out for you, but I do know this. I know that he's doing it for you. He's doing it for, to try to make you into what he needs you to be for what you're going to go through in life. He may be using you to help shape someone else. You may be strong enough to fight that fire, but he knows your neighbor can't. He knows your neighbor doesn't have it, but he wants your neighbor to make it. So you get refined so that you can be the example, the testimony. You can pick that person up and help them get through that fire. That 
just some of the ways that God works for us. With that being said, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and end this bad boy in prayer. I think we've said enough. If you uh, find yourself in a situation of refinement and you're struggling, you're hurting, I ask you to reach out to the podcast. I ask you to go seek professional help from a Christian counselor who can help keep you in the word and work you through it. Um, we're not all built the same and some people need more help than others. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I hope that if you, if you are struggling through the refinement that you reach out to the help you need, whether it's through the podcast here, through your local church or through a counselor. And, uh, even if you need help finding those resources and you don't want help through us, reach out. I will personally help you find a Christian counselor in your area who can help you or point you in the right direction or a church that can do the same. So let's go ahead and end this bad boy in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for this time and this podcast, the ability to speak to people. Lord, I want to thank you for the refinement that you put us through, Lord, these trials. They're never easy, Lord. They're never fun. But when you come out on the other side, you can rejoice knowing that you have made us better and stronger and helped us help ourselves and help our fellow man in the process. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for taking the time to care enough to refine us, Lord. It cannot be easy to, to work all this out in your favor, Lord. Easy for you, Lord, impossible for us to understand, but I want to thank you for that. Father, I want to thank you for in, in advance for the blessings that you're going to bring on these listeners, Lord, and I want to thank you in advance for what you're doing great in all our lives, Lord. I've heard I've heard stories recently of healing, Lord, and I know that you did that, Lord. You healed that. Lord, you are killing cancer, Lord. You are saving lives. You are bringing, you are bringing the dead back to life, Lord. In a lot of souls around this country, Lord, I pray for revival. I pray for the saints, Lord, and in Jesus' almighty name I pray. Amen.